Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Conversations with Christopher. With world-renowned psychic, spiritual teacher, and healer, Christopher Reburn. Visit Christopher on his website at www.reburn.org to schedule a private reading with him, view tour schedule, his spiritual audio CDs, and much more. Whether you are a spiritual beginner or a spiritual warrior, Conversations with Christopher is geared towards your continued spiritual learning and development. And now, please welcome Christopher Reburn. Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for joining me. This is Christopher Reburn. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in. Wherever you are in the world today, thank you for tuning in and listening and supporting the show. You know, we've had a lot of postponements and reschedulements uh, lately, and I really apologize for that, everyone. We've had some technical difficulties um, that have certainly been well beyond our control. So I'm glad to be back with you today, and I'm glad to be talking about a topic that the listeners, so many of you have asked to talk, me to talk about, uh, about what a narcissist is, how to deal with a narcissist, how to heal in the aftermath if you have been affected or harassed by a narcissist, um, and if you haven't, uh, check yourself, because that would be very uncommon. Most of us have all had numerous experience with uh, narcissists. But before we get into the show today, um, I wanted to dedicate the show today to the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. Um, And I, I thought about this before we went on the air today. And I wanted to dedicate this show to her today, not because of the subject matter, um, but I just really wanted to dedicate a show to Miss Aretha for all of the contributions in music and humanitarian efforts that she uh, did for her entire life, practically. And uh, I know so many of you have asked me, I've gotten some emails and some calls and some texts if, if Aretha is okay in heaven, and I haven't connected with her. I'm not really into Uh, digging up dead celebrities in heaven like some people seem to be so overly fascinated with. Uh, I tend to leave them alone. Um, But I do feel that she is resting peacefully. And um, thankfully, she's left us a tremendous catalog of music to listen to and enjoy forever. And heaven and the angels, they have a new choir master now. So we send prayers, love, healing to Miss Aretha's family, friends, supporters all around the world who are really brokenhearted. Um, So prayers to the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, her fans, family, friends, anyone feeling pain following her her passing. Um, I hope this brings you some peace to know that she is at peace. Okay? All right. So we're going to get down to business today. Again, thank you for joining me. This is Christopher Reburn. My website online is www.com. Reburn.org, where you can book readings and uh, learn more about me. So we're going to start off right at the top. What is a narcissist? Because some people really don't know. They've heard the word, but they don't know what the word actually means. A narcissist is someone who seems to be seems to think that they're better than everybody else. That they have something that nobody else has. That you know they're also into competitive victimization which means if you've lost vision in both your eyes, 
they've lost vision in both of their eyes and their entire mobility too. You know what I mean? Have you ever been around somebody, no matter what you've went through, they can match it tit for tat. That also is the trait of a narcissist. Because obviously if you're going through something and, and you're talking to someone and, and someone you know, says, well, I went through that too, and then makes it all about themselves, that's a narcissist. You know, nobody wants to hear about that. <clears throat> when you're going through something, most people don't want to hear what you've dealt with. They want to, you know, they want you to be attentive to them, uh, which is appropriate, I think. Um, nobody wants to hear about everyone else's business when they're in, in peril, when they're, when they're in turmoil. Um, so a narcissist makes it all about them. Um, they're, narcissists are only available for their friends, family, loved ones, coworkers, neighbors, when they need something. And um, and never believe a narcissist when they say, I love you, because that's just code word for don't leave me. I need you. I, I need you more than you need me. That's a narcissist. Some of the most interesting yet beautiful people that I've met, some of them have narcissistic uh, personalities and things. Um, so it is something to check yourself. I think everybody should go through the narcissism checklist online because you'd be surprised how we all can have certain tendencies to be a narcissist at different times of our life. Um, and I'm not playing, I'm not talking about, you know, playing jokes or, you know, just, just, you know, having a, a funny ego. No, the narcissists have an ego the size of the planet and there's nothing or no one that's above them. I guess if you want to try to under, understand a narcissist, if you want to understand one of those kinds of people, um, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday and uh, this, this dear friend of mine, she has, she's been having this awful problem at work and, um, and this woman this, that, that she works with is a complete, complete narcissist. Complete, complete, complete. And I wanted to dig deeper to see why the woman was like the way she was, why she was a narcissist, why things were the way they were. And what we uncovered, believe it or not, was that the woman that's, the, that's so negative and, and, and very narcissistic was actually violently raped a series of times in her younger life. Um, I have noticed that with certain, and I mean this with a tremendous amount of respect, but I have noticed that certain abuse victims can take on a narcissistic personality. And I mean that with respect. So please don't send me any stupid hate letters or stuff like that, because I mean that with love uh, and, with, uh, and with respect, of course. So once we explored, but that again, this is no excuse for bad behavior. No, ma no matter what anybody's been through, it is no excuse to be disrespected or for bad behavior. But once we were, once we were able to kind of dig a little deeper into this woman to determine what makes her tick, why she is the way she is, and we were both almost in tears by the end of the call because it was like, whoa, this is, this is not an excuse for bad behavior, but this kind of you know, it, it kind of it kind of makes a person understand better if you can see what this person has went through in their life. And some narcissists don't seem to skate through life without having to really learn anything, um, which is a complete waste of lifetime. You know, those people that seem to sail through life and never learn anything, they have to come right back in again. So it's not like it's a free ride. It might be a free ride to some people, but it's 
it's not in the end. Um, so much today, and, and those of you that requested this, I'm just so happy that you did. And send me all your requests for shows because, gosh, being on the air for almost 15 years, I've literally talked about just about everything. So I, I'm going to uh, upload a YouTube video soon where you can comment on the video and leave your topic um, requests. Persons in power, um, a lot of persons in power tend to be narcissists. Not everybody. Again, there's always people that are, that are in power that are professional. Uh, but there's also people in power that, and that goes to their head. You know, and, and they think that and most, most narcissists really have no life. They have no personal life. Um, so a narcissist is going to make their job their life. So if they're a president, <laughs> if they're the president and CEO of a corporation, uh, good cover, right? Uh, if they're the president and CEO of the corporation or, you know, if they're a manager or supervisor, that might be all they have in life, the poor little thing. So they're going to, that's going to be the biggest deal in their world. They're a supervisor. They have control at work. They don't have control at home. So they're going to take that control at work and probably be a real bitch um, and be real evil and be kind of somebody you might have to put on an orange jumpsuit and go to prison for if they keep it up because some people can be relentless. Um, and you can kind of understand after a person's been harassed over and over and over again, how a person can actually snap. It's, it's very, very possible. A person can only take so much abuse. And that's in general, not just with a narcissist, that's in general. Um, so if you're dealing with a coworker that's a narcissist or uh, just very difficult, document everything, keep notes, um, you know, build build your evidence of what you need to take to management or human resources. You have rights. Don't forget that. Some people think, oh, I don't want to cause a problem at work because I'll get fired if I go tell my boss somebody's bothered. Don't think about that. You have rights. Don't ever forget that, that, that you deserve respect, that you deserve to be treated properly by everybody. You know, especially if you're the kind of person like I am, that automatically gives that respect to somebody immediately and automatically gives your love to somebody immediately just as a free will gesture because that's who we are as a light worker. Um, there's also a lot of neighbors. Do you have a neighbor that's really a, a narcissist or somebody like that's really, really awful? Because there's a lot of people I've heard from that have neighbors that are literally neighbors from hell. Um, and again, do not accept disrespect. Do not accept bad behavior from anybody. Because you have to think how far you've come in life. Have you come this far? Have you struggled this much to be disrespected by a non-entity, by a lesser? You know, you really have to ask yourself some very, very probing questions. Um, I always believe in killing people with kindness sometimes. It's like I, I, I remember somebody years ago when I had a real job. <laughs> There was this woman that everybody hated. Oh, my God. Nobody wanted to work with her. So, of course, I was kind of worried and thinking, oh, my God, I'm not going to have you. Because I do not suffer fools gladly. Anybody that knows me well knows that I don't. That's <laughs> So um, I, I got to know her. And actually, to this day, we are very, very good friends, uh, almost like sister and brother, because I got to learn her personality. And I got to know what I could say, what I could do, and have a friendship with her, you know, despite the fact that you know, she kind of is a narcissist, but that side of her has never come out to me. 
So she's never put that side to me. So a narcissist can reveal that narcissistic side of themselves to certain people, and other people, they won't. Other people, it's like, no, they're not, they don't have that identity. If there's somebody in your life that's controlling, that's, that's, that's trying to control you or make your decisions for you, um, that's a narcissist more than likely. If a, someone is trying to force you into doing something that you're feeling uncomfortable about, that's a narcissist. That's somebody you should never do anything that you're not comfortable in doing, ever no matter who asks you, no matter what it is. When somebody asks you to do something and you feel it's wrong, it is, and, and you should listen to that. <clears throat> Family members and friends who are narcissists, this is hard because, unfortunately, we have to deal with them you know, quite frequently if you have somebody in your family that's kind of like an evil monster, especially at holidays and different events. You just kind of have to deal with it. Um, it's time to stop dealing with it. You know, don't feel guilty if you remove yourself from the equation. After years and years and years of putting up with family dysfunctionality, ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it At this stage of my life, is it worth me flying home for the holidays to be with my family when there are certain members that I could care less if I ever see again in my life? Is it worth flying home to deal with that? My, my answer is no. No, it's not worth flying home to deal with that. It's not worth sitting at the table with someone that you despise. I would sooner cancel the entire affair than to, to than to to go through with something that I was not into. You know, I, I think it's only genuine when when you're not into somebody or not into something to, to be very honest and forthcoming about it. It's very difficult when family members and friends are narcissists because the people that are closest to us, the people that we love the most are the people that can hurt us the most, are the people that can do the most damage to us. Um, and most of us do have a narcissist or a couple in, in our families. And those of you that don't, like I said, check yourself, because I've never, never known anybody that has had never had an experience with a narcissist ever. So those that say, I don't know what you're talking about, Christopher, check yourself before you wreck yourself, because I can assure you, that almost that just about, if not every single person in this world, has been affected one way or another by a narcissist. Um, I, I don't believe in accepting bad behavior, like I said, from anybody, family member, friend, client, coworker, whatever. Bad behavior and disrespect is the first way to get out the door. And I don't have a return policy either. When I close the door, it's closed for good. And it's very difficult for me to have to put somebody on a restriction like that. But it's it has to be done sometimes, and it's not easy. But you have to decide what how valuable your energy is. And is it really valuable enough to continue parade or, parading around with this person that's just not doing anything for your self-esteem or your self-worth? Um, and being around a narcissist is just an exhausting, overwhelming experience. It truly is. I mean, just being around the energy, even if you're around a narcissist for five or ten minutes, you'll need a nap. Literally, you will need to go home and take a nap. Um, I, I, it's very easy for me to identify a narcissist, and I have never let a narcissist in my house ever because that's a problem that you have to deal with when they leave. You have to clear your house, cleanse the house, because all that negative energy just rushes right in. And it's, you should be very careful who you let in your house or who, who you let in your personal spaces because those energies are so 
so contagious, especially if it's in your safe place, especially if it's in your home or a place that you're very spiritually comfortable. There's a lot of bullies, a lot of trolls, and we're going to actually be talking about that in the show very soon about online social media bullies and trolls. But a lot of those are also narcissists. It's so easy to type something on a phone or a computer screen. You know, it's so easy to, to type something. Like, it's so so simple. But to say those words in front of somebody's face, these people are chicken shit. They don't have it in them to do it. So a narcissist, most of the time, will text things or send things through email. Uh, very rarely would they want a confrontation if it could be helped. Um, so it's, it's, just, it's just not worth dealing with them. You know, and it's, there's no excuse. You don't have to accept anybody in your life that's not there for a good purpose. Now, if you've had experiences from different people and they've scarred you or they've hurt you, which that's generally the goal of any genuine narcissist, um, then I, I have a short meditation I'd like to share with you now because sometimes – especially if it's a family member or a friend or a neighbor, it can, it can be very traumatic if somebody is, you know, if, if someone's mean to us or someone's like that. Um, so the meditation I'm going to share with you, it's a very short meditation. It's really what I call my clear in, clear out meditation. And it only takes a few seconds. Um, if you ever are around somebody and the energy is just awful and you feel like just completely exhausted and overwhelmed, then it's, it's 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 time to think about you know getting away from that person number one and then doing a meditation and this is how I do this meditation I I often close my eyes and do some breathing exercises before I start okay and then I just ask for the white light of the Holy Spirit to surround me and the purple light of spirituality and then I just ask for any useless or inanimate energies that are around me that don't need to be there that they please be removed and recycled back into the universe only in love and light form because there's still energy just because it's bad energy doesn't mean it can't be recycled back into good energy i believe that and i know that for true um and and do that meditation just do some breathing exercises in and in, inhale and exhale and ask yourself is this is this really that important to be taking time and energy away from you at this point of your life we all have a lot of work to do right now a lot of us are at crossroads, in the middle of a crossroads, or about to reach a crossroads. So there's a lot of work being done right now. A lot of us are. Um, the best thing to do, personally, the only thing to do, is to cut ties with anybody who does not serve you positively. Anybody that's a narcissist, anybody that lies to you, uh, anybody that, that that doesn't tell you the truth, anybody that's only seems to be available when it's convenient for them. That, that's really not a friend. That's just that's something, somebody. But I wouldn't consider it a friend. Um, if you've had issues with narcissistic people, you can only take so much before you run out of patience and say, "Look, I'm I'm done. I gotta I just I gotta let you go," because I will kill you if, if I have to stay here anymore. Um, so. I think that when, whenever you can, it's just good to just say so long and adios because, and I know it's, it's, it's a little bit more 
easier said than done in some particular situations, including marriages and different family members. But again, you have to take control sometimes of the situation and stand up and say, you can try this with somebody else, but this is not happening with me again. You know, you have to take control. And when you challenge a narcissist, it makes them even weaker. And that's when they can be very, very cool, very cold with different words or different uh, bee stings that they know know will affect you um, because they feel challenged and threatened. So this is just not worth it. Um, This is just not worth it. Like this in your life. What on earth are they bringing to you that's anything good if you have to clear your energy every time you're around them or if you feel overwhelmed every time you're around them? That's not fun. That's not right. And you shouldn't have to feel that way. Um, There's a lot of seemingly a lot of narcissists on Facebook and Twitter, as I talked about a little bit earlier, and we're going to do a show about this very soon. In fact, it's already on the schedule. I don't know the date, but it's it's coming up very soon, like in the next week or so. It's one of my final blog talk shows um, before moving to YouTube. And um, I know all of you are going to join me on YouTube because, um, so this is not a goodbye. But it's just time to move forward. And, you know, blog talk was was really great about 10, 12, 13, 14 years ago. But it's no longer the most wonderful thing in the world. And I'm very excited with my new partnership with YouTube and to bring my show there. And I know you all are going to love it because you'll be able to see me and communicate with me through the chat room. And it's just going to be a really, really great show. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be wonderful, and, and I'm so excited about it. So if you have anybody on social media that only comments on something when it pisses them off or it doesn't agree with them, you know the kind of person I'm talking about. They'll never post on any of your posts until you post something that threatens their belief system, and they are all over you. You know, that's not a friend. That's not a friend. It's not. It's, it's somebody that should be blocked and removed from your life immediately. If they only want to communicate with you, when you say something that they don't agree with, why, do, why are they in your life? You have to ask yourself that. Why have I allowed this to go on as long as I have? Um, I know people that have had to go on medication because of narcissism, and that is just awful uh, for someone to have to be treated that badly. And, and things, um, it's, that's very upsetting to me to hear. And it makes me very angry that people just feel that they can say whatever they want to anybody. And it's their right. You know, sometimes people should just keep their mouth shut. But anymore, people don't have a filter. Anymore, people say anything and everything. Um, I miss the old days when people were quieter. <laughs> Remember when people thought less and, you know, they, they, they thought more than they spoke. Um, so I always pray for the, the, the souls who have so little in life, like a narcissist, that has to build themselves up into this um, platform of, of perfection. Why on earth would anybody want to be perfect? Good Lord, I couldn't, I, why would anybody want to be perfect and have that expectation to live up to every day of your life? That's ridiculous, which is why I'm so happy I was not born into the Kartrashian family. Um, so in, in conclusion, as we're starting to wrap up today's show, um, don't accept 
this sort of treatment in your life. It's not necessary. It really is not. It's uncalled for. You've got to decide when you've had enough, when, when too much is enough. And it's normally it's immediate. You know, normally it is immediate when, when somebody is, uh, you, you, you'll just feel that energy immediately. That's what I'm trying to say. You'll feel that negative energy, that difficult energy very, very immediately. And then you have to decide, what am I going to do? Am I going to accept this and just to switch, turn a blind eye, and just this person's having a bad day, they're having a difficulty in life, so I'll let them treat me like shit? You know, that's not the answer. That's, that's, not, that's not the answer. You've got to take more control. You've got to love yourself more and accept that there's nothing wrong with you. And for you to be treated like that is, is, is just unacceptable. And what's, on it, what's really the worst thing is, is, is some people just allow it to continue because they feel bad for the person because that person's struggling or – listen, any struggle that a narcissist goes through in life, you can almost be guaranteed it was a self-imposed struggle. So a lot of narcissists impose their own misery on themselves, not necessarily on purpose, but that's what happens. Um the best way to deal with a narcissist is not to deal with one. But like I said earlier, we have neighbors, family members, friends, coworkers. So it's not like we can escape every single one of them. But it's about limiting your interactions and not challenging, not challenging them. I've never challenged a troll or a bully. You know, if someone calls me a bad name or says, oh, I don't believe in you, I think you're a fake or this, I don't care about that. I do not worry about that. Um, that doesn't that goes right over my head. You know, I know who I am and I'm proud of me. I don't need anybody's validation. Um but one of the things that you, you just have to know is is you it's okay to love yourself and not uh, some people think of if you say you love yourself that makes you a narcissist, but that's totally crap. That's not true at all. You can love yourself and you're supposed to love yourself. That has nothing that has nothing to do uh with being a narcissist at all. Friends, I want to say thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you to everyone who's listening on the switchboard. We've got a lit up switchboard and everybody listening and and, and today, thank you so much for listening. Um, We've got lots of really wonderful shows coming up. I wish I had my list here, but I don't. That's fine, but lots of stuff coming up. Uh, Tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern, uh, tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. in the U.K., um, my dear friend Andrea Perrin will be back on our show to discuss the release of her brand new book. It's called, I don't know the, oh, I am so unprepared. It's, 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 it's a beautiful new book. And I hope she's not listening because she'll be most offended that I forgot the name of her book, but we're going to be talking about, um, we're going to be talking about it tomorrow. And it's a brand new book that um, she's just a wonderful writer and wonderful author. And um, I have the title right on my tongue, right on my brain. It's just not coming out properly, but anyway, that's going to be tomorrow. And lots of other, lots of other great shows coming up as well. So, friends, I want to say a big thank you for joining me today. You can visit me online at www.reburn.org. That's R-E-B-U-R-E-B-U-R-N. dot O-R-G, where you can book readings with me. I have phone phone readings and email readings available. And look at my. Um, just check me out and see what I'm all about. If you don't know who I am, get to get to know me, and I think that you'll find a friend. And I hope to find a friend in you if I haven't already. Thanks for joining me today. I love you all. Peace and love to all of you. 
and to to everyone listening today, wherever you are in the world, thank you for being there. Thank you for being you. And until next time, take care of yourself. Don't accept bad behavior and let no one respect you ever. This is Christopher Lee bringing you well. Big, big thanks to all. Bye for now.